Before we get started on this episode of Real Nerds Podcast, remember you can connect to the Real Nerds in many ways. You can follow us on Twitter at Real Nerds. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. You can also call us 720-6NERDS5. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic Con. Pick up your tickets at denvercomiccon.com soon. It is June 15th through the 17th at the Colorado Convention Center. I'm pretty sure the three-day passes are sold out, so you have Man. to buy them individually. Wow. But I think they have tickets for every day. You just can't buy the third day, three-day and Yeah, you can't thing. get the deal anymore, yeah. Um, but make sure you get them soon. They keep on announcing new guests and... Um, about this time of year, I get really excited because we actually got the email inviting us back to Denver Comic Con. Oh, good. Um, I'd like to go. Yeah. We should go. That'd so be we fun. have to fill out the media thing and hopefully we'll good. be able to um, get it. Yeah. You know, the that Jason Jansky um, yeah. uh, from D Street, he likes us. The last, last year when we were there, he was in the media room and he was really nice to me. He yeah. helped uh, – me do the interviews with DC. And Man, so, it means means Brett and I got to get on uh, rebuilding the booth. We got some ideas for yeah. for some cool stuff to do. Um, which will, I don't think it's that crazy. The hardest thing is that I got to reach out and get permission to use the dock, which would really make like being there well, Thursday. You know, even if important. we don't, my brothers have trucks. True. So we yeah. could. It's more like the the thing is if you don't if you don't have permission to get the dock, you can't get a couch up into that onto that floor. Uh, <laughs> I think we could. Uh, Here's what we do. This is what I was thinking: is we yeah. the IKEA has those ninety nine dollar couches, right? And they're super light. That's true. So I mean, we don't have to get. I mean, they and they look nice enough. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because even if you if you wanted to like dress it up more, you go get like a couch cover. Yeah. Um, so that it yeah. looks like an old TV set. Yeah. I mean, we could even um get just like black drapes if you want to put it over. But they have the black ones. Yeah. I was just there the other week looking actually for. <laughs> A couch for Comic Con. I mean, I was with yeah. my wife, so we were getting something else. Right? Yeah, yeah. She um, wanted forks, but you were like, yeah. But they actually have this really nice black one that I think would work really well. And I think it was like ninety nine bucks. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I'll check that. Out. Speaking of your wife, we have to. We got to wrap this podcast up. She just texted me and wants me to go get drinks with her. So, okay. uh, you know, we we gotta we gotta move this thing along. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> but every week we go see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. Uh, this week we saw Thirteen Hours. I don't like the this. Secret Warriors. I don't like that. Bengazi. So I don't say it. The, sh- the Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. <laughs> I don't like that subtitle, so the, I never. The say Unknown it. Soldiers of the Benghazi. Yeah, because it sounds like it's a B movie when you say it like that. It does. It sounds yeah. like a directed. Which, considering it was dumped in January, you know. But this is this is like you know Jingo season, Jingoism season. Because yeah. that's when like Lone, Lone Survivor Sniper. came out that right that time. Yeah. American Sniper did like. You know, and my, <laughs> I went to the Alamo and they showed the, uh, the, um, America or Captain America trailer right before it. That's and I was like, oh man, man. like, Dude, that's I love this three trailer, months away. but, uh, but uh, that's I, I don't like a little over three months away. It. Yeah. And excited. this is how excited I get because, you know, anytime it's Spider-Man, I get super excited. Yeah. And so they're, they're saying this is an official uh, hoodie from civil war and it's like spider-man Ooh. and so it's a spider-man that you know so it's you know the spider-man logo yeah and his red is just like on his elbows like yeah. the wedding there and the webbing's all like 
distorted, so it looks pretty cool. Cool. So that's his costume. I'm down. All right. I'm down with that. You know, that's still classic. Has yeah. updated a little bit. He's still Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Okay. Then, then it's all, then it's all yeah. good. Yeah. So that makes me excited. Um, so yeah, we'll tell you about the movie. We'll spoil it, I guess. Um, and uh, so yeah, be excited for that. But not till the end. Not till the end. We're not going to spoil it right um, now. We also talk about movies we've been watching, uh, comic books I've been reading. Cool. I have, I have an interesting one this week. Neat. Um, what else? Oh, we're going to talk about some news. Thank you. That'll be fun. Yeah, great news this week. <laughs> um, uh, movies that are coming out. Yep. Uh, we just have fun. We talk about movies. Yeah, it's going to be good. I, I uh, My movies we've watched this week have been really different. So Yeah? Well, not different for me, but uh, after I... Uh, oh, uh, when this is up... When you're done putting it up, uh, my article for all my movies I watched last year should be up. Oh, cool. So hopefully um, – I've been working on it and hopefully it will be fun and we'll go good. from there. Very good. Uh, what do you want to do first, James? Uh, let's do some news. Just get it out of the way. Yeah, let's do. It's <laughs> actually a good idea. In other news, the prime minister of Sweden visited Washington today and my tiny little nipples went to France. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. I do the cha-cha like a sissy girl. It's the ghost of Stonewall Jackson. Everyone, it's the ghost of Stonewall Jackson. I like a do the cha-cha. I'm sorry, we seem to be having some technical difficulties. Everyone died. I know. Everyone horrible. died this week. It's horrible. Um, um, the, the uh, biggest, what do you think the biggest one is? I guess David Bowie. It's David Bowie, yeah. I, I'm not... I, I would say that, that Alan, Alan Rickman is more shocking, but David Bowie yeah. is probably the biggest one. Even, But uh, Bowie was shocking, too, because he never said he yeah. had cancer, which I kind of respect. He, but he was also 69 years old. Yeah, the, yeah Alan Rickman was younger. You know, I remember um, 69, too. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, shoot. I just assumed. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Don't be 69. Yeah, How old's right? my dad? Oh, God. <laughs> Ryan, I need to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I'm a huge David Bowie fan like everybody else did. Yeah. Um, but my wife really likes him. Well, you pre- you knew that. Yeah. Um, it, no, I got, a, I got a good David Bowie story. Cool. I mean, for me, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. When, when I was a kid, um, I got really into the song Changes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good song. Yeah, and it was back when uh, back when Encarta was a thing. You remember back before the internet, there was this thing called a uh, an encyclopedia. Yeah, and the uh, they made digital encyclopedias. Mm-hmm. Called then one of them was called World Book, and the other one yep. was called uh, uh, Encarta. Yeah, I I had like demo versions of both of them <laughs> at some point. Um, and in I believe it was Encarta. You you could look up David Bowie and there was a little like just a little video clip of about ten seconds mm-hmm. of changes and I listened to that changes. video clip so many times that then one day my dad and I were out at a garage sale and he bought me the uh, there was a like nineteen ninety best of David Bowie album mm-hmm. called Changes Bo- uh, yeah Changes or whatever um, and I listened to that album. Constantly. Hey, we, James, maybe people have never heard Changes before. Oh, God. Here's, I don't know if we can get away with it. Here's, here's, here's less than 30 <laughs> seconds of Changes by Bowie. Okay. 
So we're going to have to play a different song here in a second, too, because the story's going to get a little different. Cool. So I was a kid who, on long road trips, I always sang along to my song. So I'd have headphones on, but I'd be singing out loud. So my parents are in the front seat, like, laughing. talking or whatever. And I, I'm i in the back. Laughing, James, come on. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> just wait. Um, and my favorite song on that album was Suffragette City, which meant that there was a seven-year-old kid in the back of their call, car who, you know, way too often was singing wham bam thank you ma'am nice. uh, wait which... wait how does that song go I yeah. hope it's less than 30 seconds each song. <laughs> I, I do, too. I, I really do. I don't know how this rule works. I've looked it up a lot of times. I just hope that no one's listening enough to, to ever be or like, hopefully no one cares. Oh, come on, man. Um, well, they can sue us. We don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're, you're not going to get very far. Um, but, yeah, so I was really into Bowie for, for you know, a, a spell when yeah, I was younger. My wife really loved Labyrinth, and I remember she I wanted to why. dress – my little boy up as the baby from Labyrinth this year. And you she mean wanted a to go baby? As, yeah, the Goblin King. And I was like, that's stupid. But he's just a baby. Yeah. Isn't he? Like, I don't, or I, is it like a really foofy dress or I something have no like? I idea what it is. Uh, Weird. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, you know, he's, I really liked his, uh, early music. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like I'm a huge fan of his, but I no. do, I have his like greatest hits and stuff. And, yeah. but he's still important in, in uh, the music world and also the movie world. He's in quite he's a just, bit of movies. He's just cool. He was a cool dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't say anything bad about him, you know? Yeah. And he was, uh, he was really good in extras. If you ever saw uh, the yeah. episode of extras that he was in. He's also so. really good in, um, uh, Zoolander where, <laughs> where they have yeah. a, a walk off and he tells them the rules of walk off. Right. So, yeah. you know. Good times. Um, but yeah, also Alan Rickman, Alan passed, Rickman away. passed away. Um, um, man, like, and and just when they were getting ready to make finally make that Galaxy Quest sequel, I know. You know, he's uh, great in that movie. He actually he's great in everything. I'm trying oh, to. Th- yeah. Um, Hans Gruber, uh, of yeah. course, uh, Severus Snape in Harry Potter, which he's probably most known for now. Um, isn't he in? Is he in Love Actually? He is. Yeah, yeah. He's man. one of those British actors who's in everything. <sighs> he's so good. He is. And, he had a cool voice. Yeah, he did. Last thing he did was, uh, did you see that? The, 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 he did this video that was, uh, basically it was a YouTube video where, um, the more people watch, it's just the way the ads work, right, mm-hmm. on YouTube, is the more that people watch the video, then it rank, it racks yeah. up more and more ad points. So they made this video that was a, it was a tortoise eating a strawberry and Alan Rickman talking about the fact that the, if you watch this video and share that video, then, um, then the, the ad money from that video is going to like, saving children around the world uh, or something like nice. that so it's just him doing this narration while you're watching this like funny cute adorable little tortoise eating the strawberry it was great very cute um so go look that up also uh, uh celine dion's husband and brother died this week really yeah that i didn't know yeah that's tough Man. uh her, her uh her husband was a really big music producer oh okay uh, i don't know what her brother did i just read that headline on cnn wow but that's a bummer for her yeah uh Dan Haggerty died uh, yesterday morning, who yeah. is famous for playing Grizzly Adams, who I far too often get compared to. Um, yeah, you know, the last time I saw Grizzly Adams, he was on American Pickers. Oh, really? They went and picked his house. They got this, like, really sweet uh, door and this picture painting of him riding a motorcycle. Wow. 
Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. And, uh, Mike Wolf wrote a really nice thing about him. So. Oh, good. Uh, and the week after The Revenant comes out, which is, you know, <laughs> it's certainly not ironic. Um, and a uh, guy, uh, <laughs> guy named David Margulies, uh, who is most famous for playing the mayor in Ghostbusters. Oh, that's right. Died this week at the age of 78. That's uh, one of my uh, favorite scenes in Ghostbusters is when they go to him and they want them to give back their uh, powers. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, that's a really funny scene. Yeah. So what, what, what does uh, Venkman say to him? Wow. Oh, man, it's really funny. <laughs> we should probably put it in this episode. Because <laughs> then I'm going to have to find it. Yeah. Uh, well, if you can, whatever. If I can find it, here it is. There we go. Yep. So now you, you all know how successful I am at, at yeah. finding some video And if you didn't find it, then you can just say you're a jerk. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, long week. Yeah. Sheesh. Um, let's move on to other things. Uh, the Oscars were announced this week. Oh, that's true. Man. Um not anything super surprising. No, uh, well, the surprise to me is they actually put The Martian and Mad Max yeah. uh, up for Best Picture. Yeah. So, um, come on, I, come on, Academy! Like yeah. this is your chance. Don't be dicks. Just, just give it to Mad Max. Like yeah. finally, just, just tear away all of the stigma. What, uh, what do you? Uh, looking at it, I, I don't think The Martian or Mad Max is going to win. Oh God, no. Um, the only thing I think, I think the is, Revenant maybe. Uh, I think that I think that Spotlight gets Best Picture and Revenant mm-hmm. gets like. You know, I, I think I think that he gets best actor, and they give some other awards to him. Um, cinematography. The only one that I look at, and I'm like, oh, that one's got to go. Mm-hmm. Is cinematography's got to go to uh, Roger Deakins for Sicario. Yeah, oh, um, I hope. Dude's been nominated 19 times and has never won. Like that. That one's just got political all over it. Um, yeah. Let me. Um, I'm trying well, to look I'll it up talk now. A little but I can't more. Get the internet to work. Um, because. The Hollywood Reporter just put out a thing. Uh, their Academy member um, put who he thinks is going to uh, win. And since he's a voter, um, I'm, I have a feeling that maybe this is what he voted for. Is he the only voter? No. He's, <laughs> no, he's one of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know how many they have on the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. I mean, I, I think... I, what are the rules to, to be in the Academy? I don't I have even no know. Idea. I have no idea. I should write a letter to, to you know... JJ. <laughs> to, 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 our, him. to our contact at, in Hollywood. Yeah. He didn't get nominated for director, did he? Uh, he did not. Yeah. That's um, how Star did. Wars got a lot, though. Yeah, it did. And, and sound it did. and special effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <coughs> it's got some good ones. It'll it'll pick up a few. Yeah. Um, I I, I want to say the last time uh, I looked, he was the guy from The Hollywood Reporter said The Big Short was the uh, movie that's gaining the most traction. He's I can heard. see that. Um, I, I I could absolutely see them giving it to the Big Short, but uh, man, if they gave it to Adam McKay for best directing, that would be that'd be awesome. ridiculous. Yeah, and I, and I wouldn't necessarily agree because I, I as much as I really like that movie, I think it's a little bit messy, but it's also trying to do something really tough. Yeah, know? no, I think I think the movie's really good. Obviously, it's my number ten movie of the year. Yeah, but um, the, you mean the actors? It can go to anybody. I think they're going to give it to Leo this year. Oh, absolutely. Um, they had better give it to Stallone though. But uh, yeah, but you and... have Fassbender, Redmayne. Damon and Cranston also nominated. I don't care. That's I don't great. care. I don't care. I don't care. Give it to Stallone. Yep. So Sylvester Stallone's going against Christian Bale, Tom Hardy, Mark Ruffalo, and Mark Rylance, uh, Rylance from The Bridge of Spies, which was the one that I actually think is um, the shocking uh, best yeah, Mark, picture. Mark Not Mark that, I, that I think uh, The Bridge of Spies is a bad picture. Yeah. But because it got nominated, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, it's also Spielberg. Like, yeah. 
Ironically, the guy who at one point was the guy no one would ever nominate for anything is now the guy that always gets nominated for everything he does. Yeah. Um, you know, I keep on... I know how much you love the music in Hateful Eight. It won a Golden Globe and it's nominated again. I know. As soon as I, I saw, win. as soon as I saw that Mad Max is not nominated for Best Original Score, I wanted to go screaming into the night. It, I none of the best scores of the year are even on that list. If I if I remember correctly, I got to get back down to it. But um, um, I, I don't think there's. Let's see. Like, the best score is Bridge of Spies. Which, which Bridge of Spies is pretty good. It's 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 fine. Carol, The Hateful Eight, Sicario, and Star Wars. Star Wars is good. I have to, Sicario that I'd have to listen to. Yeah, again. I, I, have, I got Sicario um, obviously when it came out. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, I bought it today. But it's definitely one I'll have to listen to again because I think the movie was so stark that I. Uh, uh, yeah, I was. I, I could. I didn't pay attention very much to the to the score. score, if that makes sense at all. Well, and it's a very subtle, subdued score. Yeah, uh, I mean, it fits the movie. Maybe that's why it's good, is because I didn't notice it. Has Kate Winslet ever actually won? Yeah, she's okay. won I think three, two or three times. Because I think from from the list of best supporting actress, I think she's my favorite. But the truth is, like, I don't know. I didn't see the Danish Girl, and I didn't see Spotlight, and I didn't see Carol. So maybe I shouldn't get the vote. But it's mm. certainly not Jennifer Jason Lee. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, I'm gonna try to see Spotlight this week. I think. I'm yeah, to, uh, it's playing at Denver West. So part part of why I expect that movie to win is because that's one of the movies that probably needs a like economic boost. Um. Mm. And so if they if they re-release that movie or just, you know, get it back into a lot more theaters by or at least around the time that the Oscars happen, um I could see that movie winning. Um but yeah, I don't know. Big yeah. Short would be a good one. Yeah. I think that would be cool. It, it's won. it's uh, actually I'm not there's no uh parts of the Academy Award I see this year I'm like this is stupid. I can't believe this is yeah. nominated. Yeah. Um they're all pretty good. I mean, there's some that are shoe wins like Inside Out and uh and things like oh, that. But. I don't know. I think uh, you mean as nominations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I Anomalisa. Mean, you think Anomalisa is going to win? I think Anomalisa will win. I, I, I think you that movie is just artsy fartsy enough to. Have like, you seen it? No, I haven't yet. Did you go? No, no, no. I, I'm really tempted to. I've heard some like. Uh, in fact, if you listened to the last week's show, um, Tim League did a sort of plea for that movie and explained why he thinks that movie is so fantastic. Yeah, uh, you know it. To me, it looks fine, but it also looks like one of those movies that I Charlie Kaufman is hit or miss for me. Oh yeah, because absolutely. you know everyone's raved about Internal uh, Sunshine for the Spotless Mind. I was like, meh. It's okay, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is not my favorite. No, I like adaptation a lot. Yeah, adaptation's cool. Anyway, anyways, cool. Any other news? Uh, no, unless you want to talk about making a murder. Oh yeah. Um. Because I don't know what this is. I don't know what's going on. So, Tell me about what's going on. Uh, a lot of people in the legal world and in Wisconsin, <laughs> like I said, Wisconsin there. Don't go to Wisconsin. Uh, they said that the movie left out a lot of key evidence. And <laughs> Good. You mean any? Yeah. So they, uh, so they started releasing everything. And you can go online now if you're really uh, bored and you want to be disturbed. And you can watch Brandon Dassey's or Brandon Dassey's four-hour interrogation yeah and where he describes in pretty graphic detail what happened without being really coached by the um the police oh really yeah um the way it was constructed in the documentary um i just read transcripts and clips of it i didn't watch i'm not gonna watch four hours of it right um, yeah i know but yeah so there's that where he knew where everyone's like 
because in the documentary, you said we cut her hair, you know, yeah, weird things like that. But uh, in the actual confession, he does say things like, uh, "I walked in the bedroom and she was naked with her head hand down," and um, I just watched a play in football. That I can't believe just happened. Um, <laughs> the Green Bay Packers threw a hail mary and cut a touchdown on the last play of the game again. Um, anyways, uh, that she was naked face down and he told him to have sex with her and he said, okay, because he wasn't going to ever have sex anyways. And then he dragged her outside and, um, it's, it was really unusual. Again, I don't know what to believe in it yeah. because at the same time it's like, oh, um, yeah, you're telling me that, but I also, I have this whole other this set whole of other thing where you're just like it, nothing makes sense in this whole case. No, and that I mean that's the thing. I I don't care whether he did it or not. What I care about is that from watching the documentary, it seems like the court case itself was not handled properly. Yeah, and someone needs to take a look at it. I think so too. Um, because um, it, it it just it doesn't make sense. Like doesn't, when you when you're given two pieces of evidence right next to each other and you go. This doesn't line up at all, right? Yeah. How can there be blood and no fingerprints? How can there be fingerprints and no, or yeah. like, how can there be one DNA and not the other? Like, it just, things yeah. don't line up. That's what I mean. Like, you just, yeah, there's something not right in the whole thing. And I would, I would prefer to believe, dark and twisted as it is, I would prefer to believe that they are both guilty and did a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. Because at least that way they aren't in jail for the wrong thing. Yeah. But I don't. And, and I'm not. I'm not saying I believe he's innocent. I'm just saying I don't believe he's guilty. Yeah. There's uh, and his fiance in the show is uh now coming out saying that he used to beat her and threatened to kill her and all this stuff. So I mean, it's another thing. I just don't know what to believe anymore. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, but you should read. There's a whole article on the Hollywood Reporter, and you can go on to Variety, and they start putting out all the other evidence that they like. There was evidence of his DNA underneath her car hood. So they never mentioned. So the real the question to me here is, what do you do to the or or about the documentarians or to the documentarians yeah. if this is like if the the question becomes is this deliberately um, omitted from a film? Right, exactly. Um, like, is they, there is there anything that, really yet? And but here's the thing: is I don't think anything that they've come forth with is. Any more damning than her body being on his property. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, in the, like to, it still seems circum, circumstantial. Exactly. Because yeah. again, that, that kid is, you just don't know what to believe. You know, right. he's saying the kid's bad evidence. Yeah. He's horrible evidence. Uh, and that's why they didn't let them use his confession in his trial because he's so unreliable. Right. Because he said one thing one week, then he said something the other week, then he said one thing the other week, which could be, He'd finally realize how much trouble he's in for what he did, or he didn't know what he was doing. You know, it's just yeah. I don't know what to make of it, and I think I think that's the biggest problem and why it sucks because the way the whole case was handled, it makes everything not work properly, right? Yeah. So everything you see is just stupid. Everything from the defense, from the prosecution, it just does nothing makes sense. Everything was just bungled through the whole process of this trial. Yeah. And if he did it, I'm glad he's rotting in jail. But if he, there's if enough, he didn't do, yeah, it, there's it, enough doubt where you can't definitively say he did it. Right. Even with all the evidence that came forward, yeah, her body was found there. They found a gun with her DNA. They found his DNA underneath the, her car hood. 
it just it, you know it, I mean? it gets you to that very frustrating place that the end of of serial does um where you know she well, you're almost Sarah, sure he's Sarah's, not a good guy but well but but it's it's the frustration that you don't know yeah. it's the frustration of like we don't actually yeah, we don't actually have any truth, and we don't know what it is, and we'd like for someone to just tell us because yeah. it's just a little frustrating. Yeah, and that's the thing too is because it's it's more I think people want um, things to get right. I don't think yes. they I don't think they necessarily believe that he's innocent. They just want it to be right. Right. Exactly. And I think the only loser in this whole thing is that poor woman who was murdered, because I think everything else is. Yeah, you know, is I mean, there there is a greater issue as well. I mean, I don't I, I don't want to say greater than her no, being I know murdered, but but there is also this this um this bigger issue at hand, is, which is also if if we don't know the facts now, mm-hmm. and the legal will. the legal system's job is to know the facts about a case like this when they convict someone, like. The reason why we don't know the facts is because these people bungled it up exactly, so much. and because it's the stuff with like the key, like the key they didn't have to have. Right. Like if your case was so strong, you found a, a, her body on his property, you found a bullet with his DNA on it. Yeah. Then why are you planting the key? Right. You know what I mean? Then your case yeah. is strong enough. The last person to see her alive was that guy. Right. All the evidence points to him, but then when you or, it, you're already against him, and then you plant a key there, then you just... and if you have all of this evidence and he really does do it. Why do you have the Manitowoc police involved in any way? Exactly. Why do you spend so much time searching a property, which is, you know, more than you ever should? Why, why are there so many things that just like either, either he did it and the cops are fucking stupid or he yep. didn't do it and they're evil? Like, there, there's no, there's no two ways about it. At the end of the day, it, it almost doesn't matter if he's guilty for, for what the purpose of the documentary yeah. is. Um, because it's still, Hey man, look at how bad the police exactly. just botched this thing. Exactly. So I, I don't know. We'll never, do, we'll never get a clear answer. Yeah, it's. But I, I do think that the the question should be raised at some point. If if we come to a place where, um, where it's clear that stuff was left out of the documentary, that I I'm all for them having a like editorial yeah twist yeah. to it, and I'm not trying to accuse them at all. I have no idea. Um, but if it's ever proved that, like, hey, man, they deliberately left out stuff that, um, yeah, in order to make it more entertaining and make it more of a thing to you know blow up and be famous, like, yeah, it, you know. But I don't, I don't believe that. Even no. this, like, if they cut out sections of the of the yeah. of the interview tape, they played me sections of the interview tape that also happened. Yeah, like things That's that I look I mean. at and go, like, I don't. This is also bad. I have not read anything on. Um, from all these people where I saw and say, oh, well, that just changes everything. Right. That's the bombshell that I was waiting for. Yeah. You know, because you already knew, um, like, her body was found there. Her phone was in the barrel <laughs> next to it. You, you've yeah. seen all this uh, stuff before. Right. So it, nothing in it, to me, is going, <gasps> Yeah, that's a smoking gun. And same goes for the defense. I haven't seen anything where it's like, oh, he didn't do it. That's exactly right. what... It, yeah, I just end up with things like, "Hey, if he did it, why didn't he crush the car?" Exactly. If he did, and, why? Why is there? Why is there no blood anywhere? And with his ex fiance saying that you know he's guilty and he used to beat her, and the only reason he she has to be out is of she the, the documentary one was, is she the one that was in the documentary? Yeah, and the leaves? drunk one. Oh, yeah. okay. And how they made it seem like the police told her to stay away, and now she's saying that's not true. That he was mean to her and beat her and choked her and said I'd kill her. 
kill you. This being the woman who also comes off in the documentary as being an alcoholic and yeah. having a serious problem. That's what I mean. So like, I, I, what she, she says – She could also just want to change – You know, yeah. yeah, what she says is what Dassey says. I don't hold any value to what he says and I don't hold any value to what she said because yeah. – now, why didn't you say anything before? Right. Oh, now that this documentary is huge and right. you're yeah. getting publicity, because I'm sure she was paid to have this interview. I'm sure she didn't do it for free. Right. So it's stupid. It drives me crazy. This whole yeah. thing just is obnoxious. Yeah, don't go to Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> what do you want to do next, James? Um, let's do some more we've been watching. Cool. Oh, we got movies This. My boomstick! I love being a turtle! You're getting your wishes, so sit down! Fritz! The line must be drawn here! Damn you all to hell! And you will know my name is the law when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Now you're getting nasty. Uh, Ryan, what have you been watching? Uh, I watched a lot of uh, goofy things this week. Awesome! Um, because I didn't... I don't know... After I watch a bunch of serious stuff, like I have the last few weeks, yeah. Um, like last week, I took a, uh, a somewhat of a break and watched *I Zombie*, which is still really good. I just yeah. finished the first season. Um, I'll wait till the second season comes out on DVD and I'll watch it. <laughs> um, uh, but I I watched uh, *Joe Dirt* on Blu-ray. *Joe Dirt* one or *Joe Dirt* Joe two? *Joe Dirt* one. Cool. Uh, I haven't seen *Joe Dirt* two. Yeah. And uh, the Blu-ray of *Joe Dirt* has a making of *Joe Dirt* two, and when I watch it, I'm like, "Wow, this looks really, really." In in *Joe Dirt* two, does he have uh, a um, like Rastafarian haircut sewn into his no. scalp? No, oh, man. that's not like what the end of *Joe Dirt* one. But I haven't seen it in so long that it's pretty funny. It's like <laughs> the only joke I remember from *Joe Dirt*. One. <laughs> yeah, what, me too. When I watched well, that it, and, that and I remember. I'm new. There. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Which is another one of those weird lines of dialogue I quote constantly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really stupid movie, but yeah. it's really funny. Um, you know, David Spade in it plays this um, redneck who's left behind by his family at the Grand Canyon, and so he spends a <laughs> whole movie looking for him. And uh, it's just. It's just a bizarre movie. You know what I mean? It's, I don't. He gets his. Uh, oh, how is it? He loses his hair. He like he loses his scalp, and then they they uh, they <laughs> sew a a mullet into his head. Yeah, and because his brain is exposed, and, he, and he's like, "I'm no doctor or anything on this radio show." Um, <laughs> it's just the most bizarre, um, bizarre. Yeah. Movie, but it's, but it's, funny. it's funny. I like it's, it. It's harmless. It's, yes, you know? harmless is a good way to say it. Yeah. Um, so that's all I can say about it. Um, <laughs> you have to see it. He just plays, and there's a lot of celebrities in it that I didn't remember. Yeah, and of course his, uh, you know, his Christopher big, Walken shows yeah, up as the yeah. Christopher Walken's in it for like five minutes as, right. as, um, as the like undercover or witness protection, protection agency janitor. janitor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he pretends that he's dead. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> It's just bizarre. It's funny though. I had a lot of fun yeah. watching it because I haven't seen it in so long, and it's just—it's a movie that, like, if on Netflix, should be should be watched on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Dang. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. So I have fun with it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I also watched Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Um, <laughs> for those who don't know, James, I know I'm going to give you a lot more work, but can you please play the trailer for Kung Pao Enter the Fist? Absolutely. In a land of mysterious beauty, in a time of extraordinary legends, in a place of ancient secrets, 
the greatest hero the world has ever known is about to kick his first butt. Now, after a lifetime of training... Hmm. Hey, who's he? I don't know. The Chosen One has returned. If you truly are the Chosen One, then you must bear the sacred mark. To deliver the people from the forces of darkness. And to check out the hotties. Be not concerned of her shyness, for it will pass. There you go. 20th Century Fox invites you to feel the fury. <laughs> Taste the passion. You are the chosen one. One day, all will be revealed to you. I'm, I'm sorry? And witness <laughs> the utter madness. <laughs> Kung Pao, enter the fist. So, I saw this movie in theaters, Me and too. I remember when he rolls the baby, or when the lady rolls oh, the baby dude. down the hill at the beginning, I laughed so hard I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I, I still laugh at that part. I haven't seen it in a long time, oh. but I, I got it on DVD at Blockbuster. And I, I went on Swing Amazon, yeah, uh, and I just scanned it in, and I said, I wonder if they have this on Blu-ray. They don't have it on Blu-ray, but to buy it separately on DVD, brand new, is like 70 bucks. Holy shit. So I don't know if it's like a... So you got like, what, you got like a digital copy? No, I have it on DVD. Oh, oh okay. But, um, I mean, you can buy it with like shitty movies, and it's like 15 oh. but to get the chosen edition that I have is yeah. like $70. Oh, wow. So it must have... Went out of print really soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you don't know what the movie is, Steve Odenkirk, who is a really big Hollywood comedy writer, he yeah. did Ace Ventura, Bruce Almighty, um, a lot of Jim Carrey vehicles. Yeah. Um, he's writing, I just looked it up. He's writing TV now. Oh, cool. Um, but he's always had like his, uh, like a big, uh, career. Um, and it's been, uh, you know, it's one of those guys where he's always written something and you're like, oh, he wrote that. He wrote that in comedy. Yeah. Um, but in it, he puts himself into a 1970s kung fu flick. Yeah. But he dubs all the voices and he plays all the voices. So it was just like a huge and it's like, undertaking by him. It, yeah. It's, a, it's like a couple of different movies taped together. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But he also shot new things for it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Because like the Uniboob lady is new. Yeah. And yeah. – uh and he has this old man who he plays narrating the movie. And I mean, there's a part where he punches a hole in a guy and it's like a perfect cylinder. Yeah. And, uh, he fights a cow. Yeah. The narrator goes, how is that even possible? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, look <laughs> at his guts. Um, and he, oh, he, he, he has a talking tongue on his tongue. Oh yeah. That's right. Tonguey. He calls him. <laughs> Why? Cause oh. it's weird. That movie's brilliant. It is. It's so funny. And, uh, I, Every time I see the end, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I forget the end of it right, shows like a French, tra- the French aliens show. Yeah, up? but yeah. they show a trailer for the sequel that never was made. It's called Kung Pao Two: uh, Tongue of Fury or something. Oh yes, and 
it has a really funny like he goes to Paris. It's it's weird. Yeah, and I just love. Uh, <laughs> Uh, remember Windblow, the the guy they trained. They say we trained him wrong on purpose. And, oh yes, and his oh. shoes always squeak. So he's like, meow, meow. he's like, oh, I'm Windblow. <laughs> we trained him wrong. I just I remember loving the villain in that movie so much. Oh yeah, uh, Betty. I, I am a powerful wizard. Your clothes are red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the jokes come so fast. You really have yeah. to pay attention to oh, it. Oh yeah, because it's it's like um. It it has the same sort of sensibilities as like if a if a mystery science theater three thousand yeah, made a exactly. live action movie right exactly like same kind of like really quippy very self aware jokes you know jokes about like product placement for Taco Bell yeah ex- and there's like Hooters in the background it's, oh yeah oh gosh um man and I love too because he's you know dubbing his voice in and he does right. the the lady with like the curly cues really? yeah. I was just gonna bring that up because if you watch, he has to fill in what she's saying. Right. So she goes, "Don't leave chosen one." Because <laughs> her mouth is still moving on screen. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, or um, her, he so has good. Mufasa show up, oh, and he's right. he calls him Simba. He's like, "I'm not Simba. I'm the chosen one." So he calls him uh, Chimba. It's <laughs> Chimba instead of Simba. It's <laughs> the movie is so brilliant and so stupid oh, man, and the movie. dvd is super cool because it has a lot of easter eggs on it oh really so like if you select i don't know there's a part we can move right and it's like the exclamation point and it's like deleted scenes and it's a pretty cool. goofy dvd too oh. so um yeah man i i, I really enjoy that film oh, um, i'm glad uh you enjoyed it as well oh i um, i i saw it with chris potts in middle school yeah. that was oh it was so good man yeah. Yeah. It's, Perfect. uh, oh, man, I saw a couple of their movies. I'm going to bring up my Twitter <laughs> feed because I forgot. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I'm glad you appreciate Kung Pao. Some people do not appreciate wee wee. Kung Pao. And I mean, the there's fist. definitely some dumb stuff, but oh, there's it's also totally like, dumb. there's like, there's like the scene where they're, they're practicing to fight the bad guy. And the way to defeat the bad guy is to pull the pyramids off of his shirt. Yeah. So yeah, they have to like, you know, train on a dummy with pyramids on its shirt so that he can learn to pull them off of a dummy. Right. Um, okay. And the last movie I watched, uh, I thought I saw more, but I guess I didn't. I don't remember. Um, was Working Girl. Have you ever seen Working Girl? No. It's a Mike Nichols film. Okay. Starring Harrison Ford, Sigourney Weaver, Melanie Griffith. Okay. And Melanie Griffith plays a secretary at like, uh, like a stock broker company. Sure. And she gets, uh, her bosses, Oliver Platt and some other guy. And they say, hey, if you want, there's a – because she doesn't want it to be a secretary. She wants to be like a stockbroker or whatever she does. Um, they said, if you want, there is um, a guy who's hiring assistants. It's, you know, it's not I mean, what you eventually want to be, but it's a step in the right place. So she goes there and it's Kevin Spacey and he's only in it for like, I don't know, five minutes. Yeah. And he tries to get her to have sex with him and th- he's watching porn in his limo. Um and so she's like, no, stupid. And so she loses that job uh, because she puts on the ticker that goes across that her boss has a tiny dick. And so she gets fired. And it really says that on the ticker. <laughs> um, and so she goes to a, a job placement thing. And they put her in uh, a new office where Sigourney Weaver is the boss. Cool. And Sigourney Weaver goes uh, – has – this company that's looking 
to expand to media and TV. And Melanie Griffith has the idea, says, well, they should do radio. It's cheaper and it's a way to end the door. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll pass it along. We work together. And so Sigourney Weaver goes skiing and she breaks her leg in Italy so she can't um, work. And so Melanie Griffith kind of takes over her job and makes it uh, – and she finds out that Sigourney Weaver is trying to backstab her bow, bow. and say that, that it's her idea, not Melanie Griffith's. <laughs> uh, so Melanie Griffith then um, kind of takes over the fake role of being uh, the person in charge. Yeah. And so she teams up with Harrison Ford, who's this guy who helps her uh, do this purchase. And in it, Harrison Ford is like the handsome uh, – Well, yeah. Uh, I don't even know what his job is. doesn't matter. He's handsome. But there's – he is really good in the movie, like <laughs> really good. And I didn't know it was nominated for six Academy Awards. Wow. Um, best picture, uh, best supporting actress, best actress. Uh, I think best, it won for best song. Um, Harrison Ford wasn't. Does Harrison Ford sing? I wish. Oh. But there's this really funny part where after they have their f- first kind of meeting where Harrison Ford doesn't tell Melanie Griffith his name yeah. and she doesn't know it's the same guy that he's, she's going to be working with. Yeah. So the next day they're at this, their uh office and harrison ford says so we should go get dinner and miller says no he says lunch no well, we don't have to be a day we just go hang out and she's like no and so he gets in the elevator and she says don't you think that i just might not like you and he goes me Pfft, nah <laughs> and the elevator shuts it's freaking brilliant uh, and in it he I, I love seeing harrison ford be like the charming like funny guy yeah because there's this also part where he stayed up for 36 hours to get this deal done and he slept in his office and so in his office, he's, you know, waking up and his hair is all disheveled. Yeah. And behind him, he has a glass office and he has a bunch of women who work for him. And so he takes off his shirt to put on a new one and they're all going, ooh, like in the background, <laughs> oog- oogling him. And he turns and sees him and he like nods his head. He's like giving him the thumbs up. It's, <laughs> uh, it's really funny. The movie uh, is really good. That's um, cool. It's really clever. Uh, I think everybody should see it. I've never seen it. I like, was, I was in from the moment you said Oliver Platt. I was like, cool. Yeah, Down. Yeah. Well, he's only in it for like five minutes. It's okay. But if you want to borrow it, uh, you're more than welcome to. Cool. Um, yeah. It's, check that out. It's really fun. And, uh, you know, we didn't talk about this in movie news, and I don't know if you've seen this, hmm. but did you know the secret trailer that was unleashed this week? Oh, we didn't talk about that in movie we, news. We did not talk. Have you seen the trailer? Yes. Okay, let's roll back to movie news really quick. Yeah. So, yeah. 10 Cloverfield Lane yeah. debuted. And, and and when they when I read the rumor and like – so. The first thing I saw was the Slash Film article, which mm-hmm. uh, Peter Serretta used to be roommates. You email from JJ? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Serretta used to be roommates with Dan Trachtenberg, who's the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, so he had he had the scoop pretty early, mm-hmm. uh, which is that the movie used to be a movie called Valencia mm-hmm. um, back in the early days and started off as something else. Um, but there's two things. One, you don't use the word Cloverfield unless you're doing a sequel to Cloverfield. Yep. And then when you see the trailer and it comes up and it just says Cloverfield and then to- 10 and Lane come in, you're like, oh shit, yeah, you're not burying the lead at all. Like, no. guess what, guys? And what's um, cool is it's a different movie. It's obviously not oh, found totally. footage. No, no, no. Um, yeah, it's a very different movie. Uh, but what's, and, the, what's, the, awesome trailer. what's the song they use? I can't remember it. Oh, crap. Oh, um, In My Room by the Beach Boys. Yes, yes. And it's right. brilliant because it's like, creepy yeah because they slow it down yeah and it looks like mary winstead uh, Eliz- elizabeth, mary elizabeth winstead, winstead is like held there against her will but at first you don't know at first yeah. it's just like that yeah. the trailer just starts off happy and then just slowly gets worse i'm the truth is look i like cloverfield 
I'm more excited about seeing Dan Trachtenberg to make a movie. Yeah, because uh, th- I've I've followed him for a very long time, and he he did a couple short films. Uh, which if you if you haven't seen, like he did an episode of Black Box, which was amazing. Um, so go look up Dan Trachtenberg's uh, short films. Um, but this trailer is just. It's brilliant. It's a yeah. great trailer. Oh, it's it Man. sells you immediately. And would have been a really super cool thing to see. Uh, what did, did it release in front of Thirteen Hours? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, it. but did I didn't you, see it in front of Thirteen Hours. Yeah, but did you see that the original release of it was a bootleg version, where uh. the original trailer online was looked like someone's holding a cell phone up to a movie screen, and so it was playing like it was found footage. It's, yeah, it's pretty brilliant. That's and pretty great that they pulled it off is awesome. Yeah. So way to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a really cool thing. Um, so yeah, I'll be interested to see, like, it, I think it would be fine if in the end you, it, like, you don't even really involve much of the Cloverfield beast at all. No, I, um, I don't care if the last shot is her leaving. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like, to see her act with John Goodman. Yeah. I, if I'm the sold. movie has almost nothing to do with Cloverfield, if it's I'm a, fine with if it. If it's a, <laughs> a bottleneck movie that just takes place in a bunker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm down. Right. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, John Goodman and then the, the guy who plays Jim from the newsroom, mm-hmm. um, which it, it just seems like a cool movie. Yeah, I'm very so, excited. Uh, that's what I watched this week. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, James, cool. what'd you watch? Well, I was late. Sorry. I was late to the podcast. Cause, I know, uh, dick. you know, uh, just, so, you know, Charlie's not doing heroin, but he, everybody thinks he's doing heroin and the, he decided that the baby needs to be baptized. So he's trying to, he like starts a fire and 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 steals the baby for a second, and then, and then John comes over and saves the baby and punches Charlie, which was man deserved, but at the same time just shocking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, man, guess what? Lost is awesome. Uh, yeah, I need to watch that again. It's so. Good. I'm gonna like I going back to it. I was like, man, am I am I gonna go back to the show and like, you know, is it not going to live up to as great as I remember this? No, it totally does. I I. Love the show more now than I did even then. Like I, I, it's so well written, and there's so many little things now going back that like they're they're weaving in all these little threads, and a lot of the stuff that seemed big and important when it aired, you know. So like I just watched the first episode where you actually see the smoke monster, the, yeah. the Mister Echo episode, yeah. where it comes up, um, and I and I'm watching that scene, and I'm like. That's cool, but I, I would rather spend time with Mr. Echo in, yeah. in Nigeria. Like, I, th- uh, I think um, watching it back to back to back to back yeah. really helps it. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I watched so it straight good. through. I watched the series straight through. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got the fifth season on DVD. <coughs> and then when I met you right, was during the sixth season, right? Yeah. Or something like that. Or was it during the fifth season? I think it was during the fifth season. Yeah, you hadn't watched it. Yeah, then. so I watched it all the way up to the fifth season. Then yeah. I waited till the DVD came out for the sixth season. Yes. and because uh, I remember us talking about the show and me knowing how it ended, but mm-hmm. you not being there yet. Yeah. Um. So in fact, was that the year we started the show? I think so. Five years ago, right? Yeah, I kind Almost of. Six. I, I feel like I remember us us like talking about it on the in the on the early episodes. I also um, want to point out, or that, right around then, um, around the time. Our Five sixth years, anniversary is we'll have seen the fourth X-Men movie. X-Men Apocalypse oh. will be our fourth X-Men movie. Man. Right? Wow. Because so, we saw... The first class was one of the first... The first one was our first episode. episode. Well, yes. Sort of. Yes. And then Days of Future Past, The Wolverine, and now we're doing... Uh, was... 
man, it's been too long. Did we record with Super 8 or First Class first? Because they're, they're one episode, I think. Yeah. I, I think Super 8 is the episode, but if you listen all the way through, you also hear us talk about First Class. If you can make it all the way through? Yeah. Um, oh, man, that's bad. <laughs> Don't go back to the beginning. Yeah. Never go Just back. Listen to us now. Um, Except to Lost. Go back to yeah, Lost. We have Lost to go back. Lost is great. <laughs> See, uh, was, ah. you did there. Uh, anyway, uh, so I've been watching through a lot of Lost, and I've been thinking when I'm done with this, we should do just like a, we should do just like a Lost episode. Cool. Talk about that show. Cool. Can I rewatch them? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, we I need to rewatch them. Yeah. Okay, I'll bring you my Blu-rays. Cool, because I only and... remember um, specific episodes. Yeah. So right. I need to get the like well, the, was... the tissue. I need the connecting tissue. That's what I was gonna say. Was if you if we if you didn't rewatch the whole show, I would just give you a list and be like, here, watch these episodes. And then we'll talk about these episodes because they're the best things that were on television. Man, that show is so good. If you've not seen Lost, just go watch Lost. It's great. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, I also finished the second season of Fargo. Finally. Man, it's been over for a few weeks. Yeah, it has. I keep watching Lost. I don't know why. <laughs> and um, it's interesting. I, I really like it. I, I don't love it as much as I love season one. Mm. Season one's got some characters that are just so endearing. Um, and this season – is paying a lot of tribute to those characters because it's like, well, the mother of those characters and the father of those characters is there. Um, and they even pop up at one point. There's this, there's this really neat little flash forward in the fa- final episode. Um, so sort of a dream sequence thing where those characters pop up and you get to see them being happy and older and you're like, Hey, this is great. Hmm. Um, but, uh, it's, it's weird. They, so you remember the, the, the UFO thing, yeah. the thing with the aliens. So, that both happens and is also completely ignored. Um, huh. So, like, there's definitely aliens in the in the show. Really? Like, you don't see, but there's definitely a UFO. There's definitely a UFO in the show. But it's also not important somehow. Hmm. Like, they they kind of pull it off. It's weird, but they kind of pull off. You like, you know, because there's the whole like. You know, I thought that Fargo. show was like super grounded in reality. It well, it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's grounded in reality the way that Fargo is, right? Where it's like, hey, this is a true story, yeah, right. Um, and it's set in the seventies. Um, so it, it's just interesting that they like that they went there with it. Huh. Um, I would sort of, I, I think, for the next season, and for they've said for the next season that they're gonna go with completely new characters. Um, but I would like them to pull it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think it was just not – part of it is that the 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 person who ends up being like sort of the main the main villain, the main agent of chaos is not anywhere near as good as, as Billy Bob Thornton was in season one. Hmm. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton in season one is just awesome and, and, and good enough that you're almost rooting for him. Whereas the, the guy who's sort of left as the big villain at the end of the first se- – of this se- second season is just – chaotic you know he's not you don't mm. love him the way that you love like john Turturro in the sure. movie um and you don't love john Turturro. you just are like well oh, holy th- shit it's a villain that you <laughs> right. love to hate yeah exactly so. yeah um yeah similar sort of thing uh, well but billy bob thornton in the first season is like he's like fucking up people you can't like at, at first he's he's like the guy beating up bullies and so you're like, oh, okay. Like, I'm kind of okay with this. And then he starts killing people you like, and you're like, I'm not okay anymore. I'm not okay. Billy Bob Thornton, go back in your cage. Um, but yeah. Uh, and what else? Uh, hmm. That might be it. Did you watch the end of Ash vs. Evil Dead? Oh, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I'm taking my time with Ash vs. Evil Dead. I, re- I really like it. I'm just like, I only want to watch it when I'm going to, like, 
Watch like it. if I get in bed and I've yeah. got 40 minutes or so before I really want to be asleep, I'll watch an episode so that I'm really paying attention to it. Gotcha. Um, I don't want to just turn it on in the background. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's everything. Yeah. Cool. Well, we got a phone call this week. Ooh. Is it from Brad? It is from Brad. Hey, Brad. Hey, here's what Brad had to say. Hey, nerds. It's Brad uh, calling in because I'm sick and I really wanted to talk about Anomalisa and Superman 2, the Richard Downer cut, before I forgot about all of it, um, which I'm quite prone to do. Uh, First off, Anomalisa, beautiful movie. Um, very well made, very well written. Um, the only problem is I hated the main character so much that uh, I could not love the movie because of it, because that guy is such a dick, that character. Um, yeah, so not the masterpiece um, people seem to believe, in my opinion. Uh, masterpiece in terms of animation, story-wise, I did not care for that guy. That, that character is a dick. Uh, Superman 2. Um, the Richard Donner version, uh, yeah, couldn't really tell uh, as I was watching it. I hadn't seen the regular Superman 2 in a while, so uh, it wasn't until the special features that I really noticed what was different. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd say either cuts of those movies, perfectly fine to watch. The uh, Obviously, the original one, way more comedic, um, and the Richard Donner one, pretty straightforward, more dramatic. Um, and it takes away that whole Superman's kiss erases uh, Lois Lane's memory, so that's good. Uh, the only problem is to do that, he just spins around the Earth again, and um, even though he goes back in time to fix everything, Zod, Ursa, and Nan don't come back from the dead, so I don't know why um, that should make sense. I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's all I got. Uh, hopefully I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Did you listen to it? I did. He had a, adventures in New York City. He's he went and saw Star Wars at the Alamo out there. Oh, cool! Uh, he also saw what was that movie you were talking about? Animated uh, Anomalisa. Anomalisa. He saw that out there. What did he say? Um, did he not say? He did. He liked it. So oh, okay, good. Um, cool. And that's I'm thinking Steve's from the Alamo. His favorite movie of the year. So yeah. right. Yeah. Yes, I remember that right. Yes. Um, yeah. So thanks, Brad. Yeah, feel better. He's cool. not here because he's really sick. Yeah. He For some reason, every time here. he flies, he gets some bird flu or something. I don't know. <laughs> he always brings <laughs> SARS back with him. And, he does. You know. Yeah. So uh, here's here's a comic book you should get. Cool. Hey, look at that couple. Boy, they sure seem to be in love, huh? You know, what's with that? That's the second time you've commented on couples in love. Well, I, I like that sort of thing. Tell me, do you have a girlfriend, Brody? Had one. We just broke up. The thing. Is this dork made of orange rock like the rest of his body? <laughs> it's a superhero secret. And if you're ever wondering in Colorado where to get comic books, go to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics on 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard. Uh, they're open Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 6. So uh, you have yeah, uh, 10 to 6, I'm sorry. Uh, go see Andrew there. And he will hook you up nicely. But they're also open 11 to 6. Yes. They're just also open 10 to 11. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so uh, what, what have you been reading? Uh, you know, I've been uh, reading, uh, I've been catching up on my Spider-Mans. And Andrew, because he's such a cool guy, in my comics, he'll always put stuff that he thinks I'll like. Yeah. Uh, so he put in, there's, so right now in Marvel, the big thing is, is Thanos, obviously, and the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Which is, you know, their cinematic universe. 
And I was flipping through my comics last week, and I saw this one. It's the Green Goblin. And it's, what if the Green Goblin got the Infinity Gauntlet? Ooh. And I was like, what a Is it a weird... new what if? Yeah. Or is it an old what it's if? It's a new what if. Wow. Just like randomly put out. And I asked Andrew, I said, I didn't even see any solicits for this. Like it wasn't in, I read previews every month. Yeah. I didn't see it in previews. Um, but they don't put every comic for Marvel in previews. But they do list them all. How often do they make a what if though? That's what I mean. Like, and I, I, I forgot to ask Andrew. I was like, what the fuck is this doing here? <laughs> One, a what if Infinity Gauntlet is fine. <laughs> what if, but what if... for it to pick the Green Goblin, and then it used Dark Reign. Do you remember when he was in head, the head of the Avengers as Dark yeah. Avengers? Like, yeah. four years ago? Uh, called, yeah. Called Dark Reign? I, I don't think it was only four years ago, but yeah. I think it was, like, three or four years I ago. I feel like it was when I was in college, which was four and a half years ago. So, Never... <laughs> so, so I'm sorry. I'm sure it was four years ago. Um, uh, but yeah, so this issue happened. Okay. And in it, Did so... it fall through a time portal? And and pop up in 2016. That's what I mean. Like, like uh, it, it's so bizarre. But it starts off uh, with Norman Osborn's father, Ambrose, who, if you know anything about the history of the Green Goblin, uh, Norman Osborn is messed up because his father used to abuse him and say he'd never be good enough. Yeah. So Norman Osborn s- says, basically, I'll prove you wrong and I'll be, you know, a billionaire, which he ended up putting, you know, that pressure on his own son. The circle of life repeats itself. So anyways. Simba. Uh, so the story starts off and he's being uh, berated as a little boy by his father. And all of a sudden, Norman Osborn, who we know and know him of like a late 40s, shows up and grabs his father and takes him uh, and says, you said I'd never be anything. But look at me now. I control the power of a god. And then he kills Thanos and he kills the Avengers. And he says, this is what I can do. And – um. He says, and I'll make you love me. And so uh, he makes his dad love him. And then it, it's a really weird issue, but it's it's pretty – Is that how it ends? Do they go running through a park together? So, no. So it, it gets creepy. So he's, he says, you know what? You don't love me and you never will. And he kills his dad. And then he ceases to exist because he killed his dad. <laughs> and so it ends with him like him realizing him killing his father killed himself. And, and then all the Avengers come back? Uh, no, then the Infinity Gauntlet like, goes away like into space. It's a really bizarre issue. It's The art is really good in it. And it came out of nowhere. So I'm sure you can still find it there. I doubt it sold out. Weird. Um, but it's really weird. And That's I just wanted so to mention, because the cover's cool. It's really the Green Goblin with the Infinity Gauntlet. Is it like modern art? Like it's... it's who, like yeah. Drawn? Yeah. Because I own a handful of, of, of what-ifs, and yeah. they all... They're all drawn in the 70s. Yeah, like, like Silver or, Age. Or the yeah. 80s. Yeah, like I've, I haven't seen a what if that was drawn yeah. after 1982. No, it's modern. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the color centered are really nice. Weird. Um, yeah. That's it's cool, though. They should totally bring that book back. Yeah, I don't mind what ifs. I mean, yeah. but, uh, talk about a bizarre one. And, you know, Andrew, I would never known about it if Andrew didn't put it in my stack. <laughs> right. Because Andrew, anytime the Green Goblin shows up, he puts it in my stack. Right, yeah. If it's like even in it Punisher. It's like in the background. And it's like, there's, look, there's a little guy flying on the thing. In fact, I remember during Dark Rain, uh, there was this really bizarre variant of cover of the Punisher where the Punisher was shooting the Green Goblin through his stomach. And it doesn't make any sense, but Andrew put it in my slides. Like, hey, you want this Green Goblin cover? I'm like, sure. Did you buy? Did you buy all of the Dark Rain comics just because they had? If the Green Goblin was involved in it, I did. He wasn't in all of them. Okay. Um, But uh, Andrew would always give me the variant covers if the Green Goblin showed up. Sure. Like, so if he was on the cover, I got it. So yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so that's a really bizarre comic. Weird. Make sure you get um, uh, a whole slot at 
Color Coins, Cards, and Comics, you get 20% off not only your comics, but if you order statues, like my new Batgirl statue right there. I saw that. Um, from the animated series. Yep. I got 20% off on it. Very so cool. it ended up being, I think, uh, $34 instead of 45 Nice. And it's, you know, a cool one because... Because Batgirl. Because it's Batgirl from the animated series. Yeah. I love me some Barbara Gordon. There's, there's, you got a lot of Batman stuff in this room. I do. Um, that Batman came with Arkham Knight. Right. Um, and then there's a scorpion. That scorpion who was designed by some animation studio in California, but they're from like Netherlands or oh, okay. Denmark or something. Huh. Um, so that's why he looks a little different. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. Cool. So what's coming out on Blu-ray? I don't know. Ignition sequence start. Whoa, DVDs. You know, James. Oh, I definitely know. Uh, how about season six of Swamp People? That's, there's six seasons of that? Uh, apparently. Dude, I I don't watch I, History Channel because of it. I watch History Channel for American Pickers. I like I liked about half a season of that show. Like, it was it was just enough of a train wreck to be like, oh, I could watch this. And then I was done. Like, have you seen the, uh, uh, like, the Curse of Oak Island? No. It's awful. Is it really? Yeah. The trailers for it looked all awesome. Yeah, but... That's the one where it was like, there might be some kind of treasure on this Yeah, on this Do you island. know what every episode is? They don't find the treasure? They don't find the treasure. Of course. It's like it's, it's It's like, it's like, like searching for Sasquatch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's stupid. Guess what? If you ever found Sasquatch, I'd know about it before your episode aired. Exactly. This isn't the jinx, man. Though that would be cool. If they did like a... If somebody found Sasquatch and they hit it and yeah, it was in a documentary awesome. and then they were like, no, man, we found this thing. Yeah, I got it. But the goofballs they put on that show, they'll never find them. No. Or they have the new one hunting true. hunting Hitler. Like, oh, that's cool. Um, hunting it, Hitler. Ha- so Hitler's dead. Yeah, well, they, there's a theory that he didn't die. He didn't kill himself because the Russians burned his body and, you know, whatever. Right, yeah. If you um, if you can't put his head on a pike, then maybe he didn't die. Yeah. Mussolini. Right. And so um, so these guys are saying, oh, we think he went to Argentina. So it's some like – and the, even the, because there's Nazi gold in Argentina. Yeah. Right. And so there's even, um, like the voiceover guy says, could this be the, the clue they're looking for? And no. so it'll go to commercial and then comes back. Be. Oh, we thought there'd be a clue here, but, clue there here, but there's nothing. It's, it's so obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. Cause guess what? If you found Hitler alive and like hooked up to an iron lung, yeah. it would be on the evening news. Yep. My goodness, man. Anyway, straight out of Compton's coming out on Blu-ray this week. Yeah, the, the director's cut, which uh, Henry was talking about. Man, so, yeah, it's 14 hours long. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually really excited because I haven't gotten a chance Me to see it now. Yeah, so uh, Everest, uh, based on the incredible true story. That's a movie that uh, you, um, some people should see, maybe. Blu-ray.com gave that their, uh, one of, I think, four out of 4.5 out of 5. Really? It's yeah. a cool movie. It's uh, it's not bad. Like they said, it looks amazing on Blu-ray. Oh, I bet. I mean, it looked amazing in the theater. Um, and I think everybody in it does a really great job. It's just you know, it's that it's that movie. Yeah. Like you kind of know what right. you're going into. Uh, there's some movie called Woodlawn, which is mm-hmm. like a football movie. It's a true story with Sean Astin in it. It's whoa, Sean Astin is in his football movie. <gasps> 
dude. Remember Rudy? It's like Rudy. There's <laughs> a Rudy movie. Ru- Woodlawn, sequel to Rudy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so maybe check that out. Gem and the Holograms. Oh, that came out. Uh, it's super, super, super fantastic. What is it? It's the thing? It's the thing for Gem. Is it? Gem, Gem! I never saw the cartoon, and I remember when the trailer came out, people thought it, like, shat all over the cartoon. I'm like, I don't know anything about... Yeah, who are these people who still give so much, so many dams about Gem? I know. Um, yeah. Every generation needs a voice. That's the tagline for Gem. Moving on. Uh, how about the Ice Pirates with Robert Urich? Directed by Stephen oh, Raffle. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I've I've never seen this movie, but I've seen clips from it, and it's always looked awesome. Um, but I think it's like it's sort of in that era of like Mad Max movies, where part part of it is like you, you see the cover, and the cover is mm-hmm. awesome. Like is that the, it's a Warner archive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like the the cover looks amazing. And then you watch the movie and it's kind of like it, – it's like Mad Max quality. Like there's not there's not enough budget in it. And yeah, there's a robot, but he's just a dude in a suit. Uh, and then there's a wacky sidekick. But hmm. uh, it looks cool. I kind of want to check this out. Right, and I'm going to leave that – I'm going to leave that tab open. Uh, <laughs> Continuum season – the final season. Who knows? Wait, season what, four. What is Continuum? I don't know what that Continuum is. Continuum the Rachel Nichols show from the Sci-Fi Channel. Sure. Um, in which – she travels she's from a from the future where things are shitty and she travels back in time to our time when film budgets are cheaper <laughs> and she has a magical suit she wears under her clothes that does stuff uh and it's it's not written real well but the ideas are kind of cool so it's like it's like time alias and I only say that because it's got Rachel Nichols in it, and I like her. <laughs> um, and this cover's got this really horrible-looking CG. Remember her and Conan the Barbarian? Yes. Yep. Moving Conan on. Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> Let's not make it two weeks in a row of shitting all over Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> um, I have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really like Rachel Nichols. I think she's great. I don't think she's great. Um, <laughs> all Things Must Pass, the rise and fall of Tower Records. Uh, which is a documentary directed by Colin Hanks. Um, so I think it's a documentary. It is. Yeah, it has to be because it's got it, on 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 Amazon. It's got Elton John listed as an actor. I don't think he's acting in movies. So yeah, it's a documentary about the rise and fall of Tower Records. That one's pretty self-explanatory. Um, Twelve Monkeys, the season one, which I've actually i've heard some kind of good things about so I always, i'm always check afraid it out. to watch anything on the sci-fi channel <laughs> yeah me too uh because i've seen continuum <laughs> um and very final thing is the guardian a william friedrich film uh which looks like some kind of horror movie but it doesn't say that it's uh, is that a screen factory i think it's a screen it's not an arrow because it doesn't have the a on the front because arrow always puts the i think it's screen factory front. but it's not one of their uh like big releases. Yeah, it's not one of their collector's editions. Uh, tonight, while the world is asleep, an ancient evil is about to awaken. Really? Like that's your tagline? Scary. That, oh, you... dude, I did forget a Scream Factory movie I watched. <laughs> oh, what'd you watch? I watched uh, Ghost Town. Oh, the uh, the movie with um, with uh, with uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, the British guy, the British Ricky guy. Gervais. No. Yeah, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, Ricky Gervais. Uh, this movie. one. Remember the. Uh, the cover of the skeleton that had the six shooter on oh, his yes. hip. Oh yes, yes. Um, 
so in it. So is it a is it a western with, it with is. skeleton pe- people it's in it? It's literally a western that this dude has to save this town from the curse of uh, this dead gunslinger. Okay. And so all the people cool. are stuck there, so they're stuck in purgatory. All right. Um, and so he has to figure out a way to kill these uh, ghost outlaws. That's pretty cool. Which the movie's not great, but it's no different and entertaining. Yeah. You know, it's a B horror film from the 80s. So if you want to... <laughs> The cover is way cooler than the movie. It's called uh, The Good, The Bad, The Satanic. Instead of The Good, Bad, The Ugly, you know? Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, It's really goofy. I should have talked about it more, but I can't remember it. I just know it was really goofy. And, um, yep. So there's another weird little horror movie that I, I just really like the title of. Uh, the cover is a woman, and she's she's lying in a bed, and she's in like a nightgown or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the doors at the end of her bed have have burst open, and outside there's some kind of evil wind shaped like a face blowing into her bedroom. And the movie is called Nightmare Weekend. <gasps> That's got to be the worst two days of her life. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Saturday's pretty good, but Sunday's horrible because you know Monday's <laughs> coming. Man, slow week, huh? weekend, yeah. So, but this week, Hotel Transylvania two and The Martian both came out. Why they like make one one week and the other? Well, I mean, the straight out of straight out of Compton and Everest, and I guess Jim, I guess Jim and the holograms. Hey, man, they got to dump the bad blue rays. Oh, I, you know what? I did forget about the, to, to talk about the good one uh, because the Pretty Peaches trilogy two oh, disc right. Blu Ray set comes out today. That's right. I'll be right back. <laughs> He'll fall asleep as soon as I. I had a nightmare weekend. Good morning. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? You have a rough, uh, having a rough night, huh? Yeah. Do you look comfortable as you can be, though? <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah, he'll pass out soon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Cool. Um. So yeah, that's Blu-rays. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, DVDs and blue, or no, stats. Yeah. Stats. Greed in all of its forms. Greed for life, for money, for love, knowledge, has marked the upward surge of mankind, and greed, you mark my words, will not only save Teldar paper, but that other malfunctioning corporation called the USA. What is it, Star Wars again? Is it always Star Wars? No, I think this week, uh, Ride Along 2 is going to win. What well what happened last week? Oh, uh, right along two one. Yeah. Well, or no this week, but uh, last week was Star Wars again. Oh, okay. All right. Good. On the Revenant made like thirty eight million though. That's pretty good. Yeah. They're saying the Revenant will win this weekend. Um, that'd be cool. That movie's yeah. good. It deserves to be seen. So next week, I don't even remember what comes out next oh, week. Man. What are we seeing next week? James? I don't know. You want to play that game for a second? Yeah. Let's play that game. So it's January twenty second. <laughs> um. Dirty Grandpa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and? <laughs> uh, the Fifth Wave, which is that and... movie where Chloe Grace Moretz is something, and there's aliens. And? Uh, IP Man 3. And? <laughs> the Boy, an American nanny, is shocked to find out that her English family's oh, boy that's, is that's actually a, a life-size uh, doll. Lauren Cohan one from oh yeah no I don't want to see that movie that, and... that trailer is bad uh, synchronicity 
Oh fuck, we're fucked next week. <laughs> I think I think we're seeing Dirty Grandpa. Yeah, we'll have to figure something out. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Dirty Grandpa doesn't look like M- Malachi. Mordecai. Mordecai, whatever that movie was. I don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, oh, Jane got a gun. Is that really releasing next week? I don't see that. Or is that? Or am I looking all month? When does Jane got a gun come out? If you go to Box Office Mojo, it's on the right hand side. Uh, I'm on IMDb. 29th is Jane got a gun. So we're screwed. Yeah, so next week is uh, 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 Dirty Grandpa's not going to make the most money. So I can't believe Right Along 2 is doing so well. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Obviously, some people. Man. All right. Well, whatever. So we don't know. Takes all kinds. Yeah. We're stumped. Who know? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes the information we have to play with is just so bad that no one can guess what the box office numbers yeah. are next week. Uh, anyway, cool. I'm gonna say fifth wave, eighteen million. Sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> my guess. I, I like uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Like yeah. she, she can be good. Yeah, that movie looks horrible. Yeah. I think even my niece said that is a really shitty book. Yeah. So, or did she say that was a shitty book or the Mortal Instruments? I don't remember. Or was Insurgent? She reads them, and no, it was Insurgent. She said she couldn't even get through the second book. Oh, yeah? So I'll have to ask her about The Fifth Wave if she's read it. Yeah. That's what I need to watch. I need to watch that 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 Divergent movie. I know. You're the one who made the... Like, I'm doing comic movies. You're doing weird ones. Yeah, but there's not that many. I just I just need to know, man. Yeah. I just need to know. They keep happening. They do. They keep making these movies. Wub, 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 wub. Very true, um, Kellen. So... Movie, right? Yeah. I think it's just a movie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so this week we saw 13 hours yes um james should people go see 13 hours yeah i think so i um i really like this movie i thought it was pretty good it it for me scratched a lot of the itch that like a lone survivor would or did for a lot of people you know because I, I ended up not caring for that movie very much um I think uh, I think that this is the movie that in the future I will point to when people are like, Michael Bay's a hack. And I'll be like, no, he's not. He's actually really talented. He just mm-hmm. likes to make movies for kids most of the time. Um, yeah, I, I think it's good. It's not the easiest film to watch, but uh, yeah. if you want to go see like an action war movie, like it's it's a pretty dang good one. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, um, I, didn't, I didn't mind the movie. <laughs> and when you see uh, this movie, you... Michael Bay can direct action. Yes. Um, I there's one part though. I was counting how many shots he's going to do in a row of like a helicopter and a moving forward camera. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yes. So it showed like an establishing shot of the helicopter like flying towards the compound. Yes. And then the next shot would be another camera <coughs> coming up to the soldiers. <laughs> and then the next shot would be the camera spinning. But he knows how to direct action. Yeah. And uh, the movie's pretty good. No. I, I there's some parts where I was like meh. Yeah, um, but uh, I really liked uh, John Krasinski in it. Yeah, he's great. Um, I didn't know. I mean, I knew he's a good actor because he's really great on The Office. But he was able to flex his action muscles in this one. Yeah, and uh, his drama. He's oh, got yeah, some yeah. good drama in oh, here. Oh yeah, man. Um, so here's a trailer for Thirteen Hours.
visa. Official. Pull over for inspection. Sorry, sir, I can't do that. Pull over for inspection! How willing are you to die for your country? I'm gonna go right here, right now. Hey everybody, this is Jack Silva. Jack. We trained SEALs at Coronado, so he knows the drill. Welcome to Club Mad. in his safe haven. You're not the first responders. You're the last resort. You will wait. None of you have to go. We are the only help they have. I'd say the the one thing about the movie that if, if I'm going to start off negative, the one thing about the movie that I don't love is the um, there there's some sequences that are like not flashbacks or dream sequence, but like they're you know, man, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, they're they're these very like they're laying it on thick as far as the like. You know, all these guys have got families and all of that stuff. And I think they do the, the, the actual family sequences where it's like, hey, these, here's some guys talking to their families. Um, but the sequences where it's like us hearing their thoughts or like us, like, hey, here's a thing they said earlier. And then here's some shots to remind us this is emotional and impactful. Like some of that stuff is a little bit heavy handed. Yeah. Um, but and it's just not done terribly well. But then you get the scenes where he calls his wife when they're on their way to McDonald's. That's a great scene. It's amazing. It's a, f- it's such a good scene. Cause like, and they, the kids start freaking out and it just feels so real. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I didn't, I knew a little bit of what was going to happen, but I didn't know like who was going to make it and who wasn't. Yeah. So in that scene, I was like really like, oh man, like it better not be John Krasinski cause mm-hmm. I really care about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, I don't know. Yeah. That scene is fantastic. Yeah. Though. Um, and you know, the thing with Michael Bay is his action scenes are so good. Oh, um, you know, <laughs> and the, the detail and the way that they are mm. edited, like when the oh, yeah. and and he builds tension really well. Oh, yeah. Like I that mean, whole third act, actually, yeah. I would say the whole movie has really good, well done tension. I think the scene where they're trying to get the okay to go to the compound. Oh yeah, was like tell us we can fucking go, or these people are gonna die. Right, and like just let them go, man. Yeah, and then eventually the uh, you know the. Uh, what's the name? GRS. They just decided to right. just do it. Yeah, like, you know, fuck you. I don't care. Well, I'm anymore. out. I'm out. Um, because it was 
basically, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, what about the political stuff? It's not the only political thing is, is you have to you realize that they're in a situation where they're not supposed to be there right? or they're not supposed to be there in quotes like yeah. it's a secret base right and so they have to cut through a lot of tape right for them to get the okay and you're talking about a very short period of time exactly I right think, like, I, like was it like now, 25 I, minutes from the time they found out before they got there something like oh that. yeah well for that piece yeah i mean i think the, the place where it gets like the place where the moving's a bit a bit damning is when they they have like you know, she calls and she's like, dude, I don't even want a helicopter that can shoot guns. I just want you to fly a jet over this yeah. place so that people know you're here because that will save our lives. Yeah. Like that, I think, you know, the fact that still nothing happens, that's a thing where I'm yeah. like, oh, man, like, come on, guys. And, and um, the thing but is at the same too- time, that, yeah, you know, I, I mean, what do you it's do? not because my decision. That's, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, is this going to be bad for, you know, Clinton? But when you watch it, it's like it's not really her call in it and no, yeah, she's not she's not, I mean, she's not even in the movie but I, I think the controversy there has to do with some of the other things that happened afterwards but yeah, yeah but you know what i mean it's like i mean what do you do in that situation yeah it's yeah. um but yeah but the last the last like the actual 13 hours of them you know fending off the Beng, um benghazians yeah. <laughs> the yeah the 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 libyans yeah you know like go. from like from like from back to the future yeah um <laughs> but the uh those the scene where they go through what they call zombie land like yeah. constantly because you can tell that they don't have any formal training these guys these <laughs> these libyans are getting mowed down by just six guys you know yeah just six guys are just mowing these guys down because they're not trained right well and they're just they're ah, those guys are good at what they do uh there's a reason why they're the ones who are getting paid to be you know soldiers even when they're not soldiers anymore and i really liked uh i don't know if likes the right word but i really thought it was fascinating when they were going uh are these guys good guys are these bad guys who the fuck are these people you're yeah, like when when the yeah. when the 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 rebels basically call the cia guy and go yeah. like hey you guys are shooting at us and they're like what they're shooting at us yeah. like we don't it, it does um it makes like the line. It, it makes you understand like how screwed up the whole situation yeah. is. And at the, at the end, when the one guy says to their interpreter, "Like, you guys got to figure your country out," yeah, you're just like, "Yep, that's yeah, right. they do." Like, you guys need to figure this shit <laughs> yeah, out. And he's one hundred percent right. <laughs> you're just like, I, I don't know what to do with this. Um, I also love the fact that like this movie to me feels like maybe the most realistic portrayal of espionage that I've yeah. ever seen. Uh, like, I love the line where the guys are up on the roof and they're like hey how are all the jason bournes downstairs doing because <laughs> like the truth is here's these guys who are like they're trying to collect intel out in the field and they're they're spies they're they've got undercover mm-hmm. names and they're you know they're, they're doing all this stuff all they're doing is going and like meeting people for lunch mm-hmm. and they got their they got their bodyguard with them yep. uh but it's just a fascinating like it look is. into what the cia actually does um and it's not you know there's a lot of just pencil pushers and like the guy who who when when the guy's like well, grab a gun and come upstairs I'll show you what's going on he's like wait that's not my job that's yeah. his job yeah is he serious yeah he's serious <laughs> yeah I think he's serious and he's like let's go and even because even has uh that part too where you feel for him because at the end you know they have those American bodies and he says great you have to leave the country and it's just more Libyans right like they can't even get Americans to fly them out of the country right and you realize how much of a mess they're in yeah oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and how they just left because what are they going to do? They can't right. do anything, right? Um, so yeah, really fascinating movie and yeah. uh, really well made. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think it, it it's not a movie like 
I'm not particularly moved by it. No. Um, but at the, and, and you know, I don't think there was. I don't think it's too jingoistic or weird. No, not at all. Um, you know, it's just it's just trying to tell you this this interesting story. Yeah, I just um, think I don't think it's at all. I think it's just telling you a story of like something messed up that happened. Yeah. And and what's interesting is like I actually really like the action sequences and enjoyed watching them, even though there's something about it where you're like, well, because this is real, I guess I should be disturbed. Yeah. But the truth is, I kind of like watching. I don't know. It, it it's well made yeah. action. Like yeah. I, I just. I don't know. It's it's a it's a fun movie. Um, and crazy that that guy kept his arm. Yeah, man. When that and, one came, and, that was the moment in the movie in the movie where everybody in my theater was like, "What?" It, it, even Jack says, "Quit messing with you and make, break mess it up more," because he kept yeah. on trying to move it. He's like, "Hey, isn't this fucked I mean, up?" I mean, there's this part where it's like completely off, and you're like, "Well, he's lost his arm clearly." And then they show the picture of him, and he's got an arm, and I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait." Uh, how? Dude, they put uh, a turret on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's okay. We got band aids and super glue. It's all right. But remember, you saw his picture at the end. He had his both his arms. Exactly. I know. That's so what I'm saying. Great I'm like, job. I, I I don't understand. I don't understand. Great job. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a cool movie. I, I, I would say it's it's worth seeing. So cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So next week, I don't. <laughs> cool. I don't. I don't know what we're watching. I don't know either, man. We'll figure something out. We always do. Uh, um, so yeah, <laughs> squirrely kid. Um, bye. <laughs> bye. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? 720-6nerds5 and download us on iTunes. Just search real nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter for the wonderful voiceover. And also Spark Mandrill for the wonderful late night jazz smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.